am Marcos Bonfim, General Conference Stewardship Director, and the subject today is offering appeals, how to motivate people to give. What principles can we use to successfully invite people to give? So I have invited Peter Landless for today's stewardship talk. He's a South African with Greek roots, also a cardiologist, who is currently the General Conference Health Ministries Director. As a physician, he attended the South African President Nelson Mandela. But what few people know about him is that he is also an SDA pastor. But let me give you the context about why he was invited to speak about offering appeals. Every year, we have a week of prayer at the GC building for all the employees. And during that week, they are invited to support a special missionary project. This year, 2022, the offering collected during the week of prayer will benefit the Haitian refugees that are struggling in what is perhaps the worst current humanitarian crisis in the Americas. But what is interesting is that is the fact that every year since I arrived at the GC building in 2016, Peter Landless is the one invited to do the offering appeal. By listening to his appeals already for six years, I am sure that he has been specially gifted to do that work. And I wanted to learn more from him. That's why that invitation, Peter. Thank, Thank you, you for coming. It's a privilege to be with you, Okay. To start with, uh, I would like to ask you, Dr. Lenlis, how did you get in this business of doing offering appeals? How did it start? Well, here at the General Conference, it was mainly thrust upon me. <laughs> <laughs> the person who used to do the appeals retired. Uh, she was very animated and she got the microphone and she bounced around the platform and, and they when she left, someone came to me and said, would you be willing to do... I said, wow. what? And I said, I don't, that's not my style. No, 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 but we, would you be interested? And I said, let me think about it. And I thought about it, prayed about it, and I said, all right, on the condition. They said, what is that? I said, you're looking at me in my style and not expecting the style of somebody else. <laughs> so you're getting oh, what you see is what you get. Oh, this is perhaps the first principle, the important principle. You, you cannot go uh, wearing soul's armor. Exactly. So it's uh, to be who you are. You've got to be authentic. It's got to be you being used by God's grace. And everyone has different talents and different appeals. And so that was the way it happened. But before that, you mentioned something. Mm -hmm. I've been a pastor. I am a pastor. Of course. And during my time as a missionary doctor and as an academic doctor, mm -hmm. I also pastored churches at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge blessing for us as a family. And it was a time when one had the opportunity to encourage people to give. So there's a background, but here at the General Conference, it was thrust upon me. 
That's how it started. So you also mentioned prayer. It seems that uh, it was something that you did not feel yourself gifted before you received that invitation. And then you prayed about that, about it. And then it seems that the Holy Spirit is able to uh, fill us and, and prepare us to do the work, right? Absolutely. And, and I think that that is also a, an important key, Marcos, is that this is not dependent on a personality, on education, on training, or even special ability. Mm-hmm. Because it's a sacred entrustment to be in that situation where one, one has the privilege of asking or reminding people or attuning people to return to God what is His already. Yeah. So how do you prepare? This morning you made a, an offering appeal and I was there. You spoke about blood and how God uh, provided for us blood and all that is in it and you will say better than me. And, but how, what do you think when you are preparing, when you are at home or before coming? You know, you've, you've got me thinking, and that's important and that's good. I've usually been asked a number of months before, mm. would I be willing to do it? And I, I never take anything for granted. Mm. You said something very specific, that God's Spirit fills the gaps. Mm-hmm. And I, I often think of Balaam. Mm. Balaam went against God's will. And a donkey spoke to him. I mean, we know it was an angel inside the donkey. Of course. But... That touches not only my heart, it touches my sense of humor. Because the Lord has spoken through donkeys before. <laughs> he can do it again today for me. So I feel it's, the same. It's, you know, it's the foolishness of preaching, the foolishness of who we think we are. It's not who we are. It's God working through. So the question you asked, what do I think about before, the week before, or months before, when I'm invited to do something, whether it's preach, teach, or do the offering appeals, it percolates through the mind. It moves through your mind over weeks, and one is thinking about, well, you don't want to do the same thing every time. It has to be something which is novel, not just people they switch off, they glaze over, and they just say, oh no, not this all over again. Mm -hmm. So there's got to be something which rivets the attention. And I thought to myself, for this time, and it came to me after a walk. I'd been out walking and meditating, and that's part of the place, part of the time that I do my best planning is when I exercise. Wow. So I was thinking, well, what should I do this time? What, Lord, how do we go about this? And I thought, 
What about health? We've, we, this is our first week of prayer after two, weeks, two years of pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we're meeting together in person. And health is an intrinsic part of the third angel, angel's message. Mm-hmm. It's an important component. Ellen White talks about the right arm of the message. And I thought, let's not just focus on the project and the need for money. Everybody knows that money is needed. Let's link it to what we take for granted. And, and, and the thought came to me, one of the ways for people to learn is that you tell them in a 24-hour period, your heart pumps so many gallons of blood. Hmm. Or in a 24-hour period, your lungs breathe and turn over so many gallons of air. In COVID, COVID has affected the heart, the lungs, and the sense of smell. But also, the Lord says, our offerings are a sweet savor, a sweet aroma. Paul talks Mm. about, and I thought, the, the thought came, link it to a topic which is real, affects everyone personally, I care very deeply for the health of the people in this building. Mm-hmm. So let's remind us of the health component. And then, of course, the very key thing, when, you, when one links it to health, the issue of blood. Of we are blood? blood. We are mm-hmm. saved by his blood. Okay. We are saved mm-hmm. by his blood. And we have been given, as Paul says, we've been given all things through his blood and his grace. So you are mentioning here what I believe is a very important principle for offering appeals. Um, Highlighting what we have already received. And sometimes, as you mentioned, we take it by granted. Absolutely. And when we... We encourage people to become grateful. Uh, it is easier f- for them to give, right? Absolutely. And, and, and I believe this is a basic principle of stewardship mm-hmm. and giving. Is you have to know and remember to whom you belong. Amen. Whose Amen. are you? Amen. And then it puts into perspective, when the appeal is made, uh, we're not giving God something that's not his, because everything is his. The cattle on a thousand hills are his. And when I was pastoring, one of the things I would never say, we're going to pay our tithe, we return tithe. That's true. It's his. Yeah. We're not paying him anything. And then... Through a wonderful wife from when we first got married, she helped me to understand. We tithed even our wedding gifts. Wow. I thought, this is, this is extreme. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord has never let us down. Yeah, that's amazing. So when you remember whose you are, to whom you belong, And he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So you give a few paltry dollars or a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars. 
he's not going to leave you. Wow. Uh, one thing I noted during your appeals this weekend and, and, and previous years also, even though we have um, destination for that offering, and this year is the will be the Haitian refugees and Great. so on, you use approximately, roughly saying, 70% of your time focusing on God, on what God is giving. And then in the last part, you rapidly mention the destination of the offering. I note that sometimes we do the reverse. We focus too much on the destination, trying to encourage people to give in very little on God himself. You're absolutely spot on right. And that is something which I didn't even think about as a proportion of timing. Mm -hmm. But it's been a, an absolute conviction of mine that we need to make God the center of this. Amen. It's not our good deed in helping. It's not the blessings. I try also to stay away from, although I do, from time to time I'll say, if given it will be given unto you, pressed down, overflowing, bring of the first fruits, mm. and see whether I won't bless you. Mm. Bring all the tithes mm. and see if they won't, you know. Yeah. But then it becomes very selfish mm. as opposed to how can we glorify God. Uh. And and that's the most compelling reason to give. I believe. I it's so, and it's not to appease him, it's to just appreciate him. And you know, we sit in the auditorium or we sit in church and we're digesting our breakfast or we, uh, our hearts are beating and it's keeping us alive and the, we're breathing air and we don't even think about it. And that's part of what you will notice that I, would, I said this week. In the time that you've been sitting here, You've produced more white cells. Really? Keeps mm. people awake as well. <laughs> we don't think about those things. Those white mm. cells fight infection and cancer and all sorts of... Really? Well, and so it's just to bring the human, bring the reality, bring the day-to-day -day things that we take for granted. And then to remember we are fearfully, wonderfully made and we are owned. We are created. We are owned, therefore what is in this wallet, I, note I didn't say my wallet, what's in this wallet is his. <laughs> and that's, that's key yeah. in this. So placing the focus on God, who he is. What an amazing creator. An amazing creator. Not I giving to earn merit, but as an act of worship, of gratitude to what we have already received. I used this expression this week. Giving is the breath of the soul. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's the breath of the it soul. Is. It is. You know, I have two, I'm very blessed with two lovely daughters. And it's been a joy to give them whatever we've given them. And, and, and I would give more if I had more. But it's so encouraging, not because I need what they give me, but because the heart 
they bring what they give wow. me. When they, they give it, and they do, they've done this since they were, they come and they give you something. And you can see that this is, this is just from the heart for you. That means more than giving you millions of dollars because it comes from a grateful heart. Wow. wow. And if our members, if, our, if we ourselves were to be motivated to give from a grateful heart. Oh, yeah. As I get older, and I've been getting older for the last 30 years. <laughs> we all are. But as that has been going on, my prayer becomes more and more. Father, give me a grateful heart. Amen. A grateful heart. Mm -hmm. So that when these things happen, when, when a, a call is made, when a need is shared, I have so much for which to be grateful. Lord, it's yours. So when deed in the right way, offerings are able to connect us in um, more in, in more intimacy with God. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I had a mother who never went shopping without praying the Lord would lead her mm -hmm. to the the most affordable best quality within the framework and you know I watched this as a boy growing up it works you keep your priorities straight and you pray whether you're buying shoes whether you buy it and then when you give offerings oh. now, if you're going to give something to somebody give them something good oh, yes. if we're going to give an offering to God bring him the best that you can Amen. Don't fob him off with, I mean, what change do I have in my pocket here? <laughs> and I'm not talking about the widow's might. The widow gave everything. So it's knowing who we belong to, being grateful, and that links us back to why, for example, I used health on this setting, was because we have such a blessing in being created in his image. Amen. And so that's, I can carry on talking all oh. day. Well, uh, Dr. Landless, thank you so much for joining us in the, on the stewardship talk today. It's my and privilege. God bless you. Uh, we have been blessed by this talk. Thank you so much. I have been blessed and thank you for the privilege. <laughs> You're welcome.